Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Ultra Confusion interview. This time we have... Uh, yeah, my name is Charlie Gilchrist. I'm the creative director and producer on Riveting Saga. So tell us a little bit about the game. Yeah, so Riveting Saga is a 2D action-adventure game. Uh, it's being developed currently for PC and Nintendo Switch. That's our goal. Um, it's the, the core of the game is it's a really a focus on difficulty. Um, so the bosses are pretty challenging. Uh, I would, you know, there's there's the inevitable like Dark Souls, you know, comparison, right? There's a lot of Mega Man in there, Metroid. Uh, it's yeah, I'm a fan of it all. Um, but at the same time, the cool thing is it's, it's open world. You can go through all the dungeons and fight the bosses in whatever order you'd like. Uh, and whenever you beat a boss, you get that boss's weapon, kind of like a Mega Man game. Okay. Um, now, the cool thing is, whenever you go to a boss, that boss knows every weapon you have collected up at, up at that point. And based on that, the boss dynamically changes. So it's not just like, oh, he'll have one or two more abilities. He'll get a whole extra phase that even changes the arena. So, for example, today we're showing off a pirate boss. Um, his name's Captain Blue. He's a cool guy. He's been turned into a Blue Jay. And he's, uh, he's one of your friends is being mind-controlled by the villain. Um, and... In this first phase, you're fighting him in his pirate ship, uh, and then at, at, if you're if you have one item and you go in, you'll get a second phase. So he'll grab you by the throat, throw you through the ceiling, and you'll fight him on the back of the pirate ship in the middle of the ocean. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have two items, you'll get a third phase, which uh, you know you'd be on top of the ship. He'd grab you by the throat, throw you to a second ship, and it's ship to ship combat at that point. And then if you have three items, you'll go in and you'll get. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll go in and you'll you'll fight him, fight through, fight through everything, and then he'll throw you off uh, off that ship, blow the ship up, and you're basically on shambles of the ship in the middle of the ocean. And he takes out a conch shell, blows it, and summons a kraken. Okay. So it's just this cool bird pirate on the back of a kraken shooting you with a badass magic pistol, and these tentacles are flying everywhere and just completely destroying you. So the cool thing is, that means you can play the game one way, your friends can play the game another way, mm -hmm. and you guys have totally different boss experiences, and it's it's pretty sick. So how long have you been working on this game? Uh, so this game, I've been working on it for about six months. Um, it's just three of us. Um, and we're also working on it part-time, because I'm a full-time programmer for a software company. Um, so our goal right now is to get to a point where we have a demo that we think is solid enough to maybe secure publishing so we could go full-time. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, I guess we're sort of in that transition period right now. This is the first time we've shown it off anywhere publicly and we're getting really good reception. So we definitely think we're gonna be there really soon. Um, but really, like what's here today, um, all the art and all the music and all the design of, of today didn't exist a month and a half ago. So we've done a lot of work really quickly on this right now. So. As an independent developer, is there any knowledge or advice you could pass on to those who are about to maybe make the journey that you all have already started? Work on it every single day. Even mm -hmm. if it's for five minutes, it does not matter. Make some progress. Yeah. And the other thing I would say uh, that really helped us a lot is to definitely set small goals. Um, you know, you don't have to be like the weird planner type. I'm definitely not like that. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I used, um, it's called Trello. It's like a thing where you can basically put in a list of tasks and then you can put tasks in different statuses like, oh, I'm working on it right now or I'm done. And be kind of, if you kind of are a hawk about that and you really make sure that anything you're working on, you put it in working on it and when you're done, you put it in a done, it feels really good to finish a task. Mm -hmm. um, and when you do that kind of stuff, you, you know, and, and you do, like I said, you work on it a little bit every day, even if you don't have hours and hours every day, you'll look back and go, wow, I did a lot. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of work. And that's addicting, right? The other thing I would say is even if it's not done, show it to as many people as you can. Because one thing that happened with me is a lot of my friends would come up and say, hey, how's the game? What's going on with it? And if I, had, if I didn't have anything to tell them, I felt bad. 
Right. Which I know that's basically guilting myself, but it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say, you know, definitely surround yourself with people that are as passionate about it as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of that, but it's really finding ways to motivate yourself and, um, you know, really make sure that it's a passion project. The other, on the other side of that, I would definitely say that whatever you're making, think about if it's marketable. Even though, yeah, it's an artistic thing, and you know, it's not. None of us are. None of us are going to say it's all about the money. We want to make a billion dollars. That's right. not what we're about. Right. But you, at the same time, you don't want to work on something for months and then it pay, not pay off, even if it's really good. Right. So that is something that I think a lot of people don't do. Is you need to think about it and say, okay, well, will this game sell? Mm-hmm. Is there a market for this game right now? How do I market this game? Right. Are these characters marketable? And it's something you have to think about. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> It looks like somebody uh, just barely missed the boss, yeah. <laughs> so, um, through this entire process, what's one of the hurdles that you've had to overcome to get to where you are today? I mean, the biggest hurdle is finding talented people. Um, and the way we kind of dealt with it was twofold was, one, I taught myself a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm a programmer by trade, but I taught myself pixel art to make my own art. Um, I mean, obviously, I've been studying game design for a long time, and just by playing games and loving games. Um, but trying to find people that are as passionate about you is really hard. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you'll talk to somebody and say, "Hey, we should work on a game," and they'll be, "Oh, that'd be awesome," but they'll never do it. Right? Yep. That's the hard part. Yep. The way I solved that was I did. I got lucky and found a guy who's a fantastic musician who's just as passionate as I am mm-hmm. and trusts me. And so he's taking that dive with me and I'm lucky also that my my girlfriend is just as passionate as I am and also happens to be a skilled artist gotcha. so that does work um, but even with all that making a quality game with three people is insanely hard that's not an easy task yeah. so the question to think of is like okay how, how do you make a game with three people that is different that is fun that and, and that is a, a high enough quality that people would pay for Right, right. That that is the hardest thing to overcome, and it's and then and then even if you come up with that idea and you get everything ready, then you have to actually do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So where can people find more information about the game? Okay, so you, there's a couple different avenues. You can obviously follow us on Twitter at uh, at, at Ribbing Saga. Um, uh, we have a dev blog that we're just starting up, which is RibbingSaga.com. It's actually a Tumblr, so you can also just go to Tumblr.com/RibbingSaga. Um, you could also, if anybody has any questions or anything they wanted to ask me, uh, they could easily email me at charlie, C-H-A-R-L-I-E, at rivetingsaga.com. Um, we also have a Discord community just called Riveting Saga. So, I mean, we're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, if you have any questions, you can tweet at me or anything, and I would love to answer it. Uh, you know, we, we love talking about our game, sharing, and talking to other developers about their games, and I'd love to help other developers if they have questions. So, so this is probably the most difficult question to answer, but do you have a ballpark estimate of when this game might be out? Yeah. Yeah, so what I've been telling people is my target is this time next year. Mm-hmm. Um, based on our development velocity um, and the fact that I think we've, we've struck a really good core that we have, um, I think we can definitely get it done by this time next year if we can get some publishing soon so I don't have to do this part-time anymore. Right. Uh, that is definitely a key factor in that. Yeah. Um, you know, and we, that, I could eventually go to Kickstarter if I don't get publishing that I'd like because I'm not going to take a bad deal, unfortunately. You know, I'm, I'm going to be picky. Right. Um, but, yeah, this time next year, hopefully. And then, like I said, it should be on at least PC and Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like, to be in, I'd like it to be on everything, you know, Xbox and PS4 as well. Right. Well, awesome. Thank you for taking time yeah. to, to tell us about your game and 
the best of luck in the future. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate the interest. Thank you. No problem.